Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the Zombie Teeth Podcast. Today, we have Lynn from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Throughout the interview, you get to hear some lovely animal noises as well. Purely left these in just because of the pretty funny. So, uh, let's get on with it. Tell me how can you live with yourself? You're the one that makes them bid farewell. Let your compassion up high on a shelf. You're the cause of them living a personal hell. How can you just... So okay. then, I've got that... Um, because I've just released an episode with uh, Maria from Jigsaw Youth and we were talking for almost 10 minutes and then I was like, oh, I've not introduced you yet. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> That's how you know it's a great time, though. Mm, so, um, so I'll do that. So um, on today's episode, I'm joined by Lynn from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Hiya. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I mean, I asked you about it coming on this weeks ago, but, you know, it's been a bit crazy with the uh, the general world things. And, yeah. Um, and I can't say it's got any less crazy because it hasn't. So, but... What time we live in. Yeah, but you're also doing quite a lot of live streams and things. <laughs> They've been really yeah. good. I've been enjoying watching everyone's Aww. live streams. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, I missed the one the other night. The one on Bizarre Bizarre? Mm, yeah. yeah. That was like a couple um, days ago. Yeah, I thought, because time difference-wise... Right, right. I think it worked out that it was about... Oh, hello, the cat's coming. Um, I think it works out that... <laughs> Hi, kitty. Oh. Hi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my cat is currently cleaning herself right in front of, you know, my face. He <laughs> doesn't like being held. Oh, what's his name? That's That's Vader. Because he's Vader. all black, yeah. Oh, um, and so then we recently, cute. we've recently um, adopted a cat that mm. was like a like a stray that was adopted by somebody a few doors down. But then they got a dog, so he moved back out because he didn't Aww. have a dog. And then I found that he was living. I've got like a, a brick uh, kind of cupboard outside mine, and he was living there for about a month. Once I realised, I brought him in. So got two black cats Aww. now. That's so cute. So, <laughs> oh man, I know. I want to add on to our to our little animal army here, but our place isn't particularly big. I was gonna say, what have you got? Well, otherwise? I will show you one of them. This, thankfully, my laptop is a tablet, so I can actually detach it. But this is this is Patsy, Patsy Stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know she's quite a little bitch, but I love her. <laughs> and she's also like, like twice the size like of the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gets what she wants, you know. <laughs> um, and then I have Eddie, but she uh, she's currently sleeping with her papa right now. <laughs> Excellent. Well, my cat's now trying to get out and the door's shut. You're going to have to wait. You're yeah, I've been I've been umming and ahhing about getting a second cat for ages, um, but then it's it came to us. So yeah, it was so, meant yeah, to be. So it was, it was. Um, so yeah, back to the uh, the live streams. The yeah, I thought the time difference wise, it was going to be uh, it was oh, going to be yeah. super late, and then it turned out that I was still awake and I was lying in oh. bed, and somebody posts saying, um, you know, ten minutes until it's time, and I was like, oh, I'll. 
see I'll look yeah. into that and then and then I kind of fell down a, a wormhole on uh, <laughs> a wormhole a rabbit hole on, rabbit on hole. YouTube oh yeah um and then and then about 45 minutes later I was like no I <laughs> so, it's all good it's all good yeah. I'm excited to have the uh, record come out this Friday Yes, I was going to ask you about that because this episode probably won't come out until next week. Mm-hmm. So it means that it'll have been out it'll already been out. by the time Ooh, by the time that people will hear this. Bit of so, a time travel thing going on. Yeah, so the idea is is what what are you hoping is going to be the response to it? Like you you're excited for it to come out. Yeah. But what do you feel like it's are you hoping that it's going to be like after it's come out if that makes sense and then when i when I'm, we do the episode we will we will know if that makes <laughs> well, sense well i mean as any other you know artist out there that drops a release you hope it's successful you know and of course that's that's a huge thing um but i also think that i i really hope that the messages that we cut you know that we share in this album um are clear and people listen Mm. to it and people are like oh i never thought of it that way you know what i mean or oh i wasn't even aware that this was happening or oh i never thought i could be thinking this way oh i could probably change my perspective have it just be um have it affect them in a way that you know it's not just listening to another song that sounds catchy Mm. you know yeah yeah so we all you know. yeah i was i was to say cuz i was um just to kind of prepare i was listening to the two songs <laughs> that you've released already just yeah. to refresh my refresh my memory on them um and they are very different songs oh yeah <laughs> um they are also very different uh, you know they're not just different in themselves they as a as a as a as a unit they're, def- they're different to the previous releases yes it feels like this album's gonna sound like back up back up obviously mm-hmm. but different like the, the progression matured as i like to call it i think it's mm. i think this is a, this a, this album you know like uh warriors was i mean it was a it was an, a, an immediate response to what you know the election of 2016 it was that's what it was like and it was it was all mm. those emotions from that um now we're four years later in in front of a huge election coming up and now that we're currently yeah. you know what we had gone through during this administration what it had opened up uh where it's gotten to us now even during and still continuing global pandemic we had to turn our anger into a slightly different direction I think um, I think and and everybody has their right to I mean at least for me I, I can only speak for myself of course and I have a tendency to write probably the most the the angriest songs I think on the album as far as like how things have you know obviously uh, that you know the song uh, pursuit of Liberty is uh, my response to our current administration's take on asylum seekers on refugees and it's it's mm. deplorable. Yeah. It's it's repugnant, and um, and actually, I wrote another song on the album that also ties into immigrants, but in a different perspective. And that's my take on it. The girls have 
you know, utilize what their experiences are and what they've gone through. And mm-hmm. as you know, they've turned it into a way where there is a light at the end of the tunnel. As long as you can yeah. acknowledge and own up to your actions, it's up to you ultimately to decide to steer in whatever in the most um, productive and positive direction that you can. And they have a really good way of writing that and making, you know, yeah, cause, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, cause obviously, you know, you've got multiple writers. It means that you, you have got all those different perspectives coming together and you've also mm-hmm. got that many different styles right. of writing a song, which means when you listen to the album, this, so much going on yeah you know from song to song jenny was on third episode Mm -hmm. of this um and she was saying how she was talking about the writing um and things and saying how like when you write a song like you have the ability to make her amped up and ready to fight the same kind of (laughs) cause that you're writing for so and then she was talking about the way that stacy wrote like simple Mm -hmm. girl and yeah i mean i feel like it's you know our songwriting methods and um composition is kind of like it kind of just embraces like diversity in general, right? Like we have three different songwriting styles. And then of course we have Myra's influences yeah. too. So that in itself is a fourth style that you bring because we all come from all different oh, backgrounds. Yeah. But the things that influence us the most, we you know kind of bring each of our own style into these songs. So that way they can become a bad cop song, you know? Yes. And that's a very like unique quality to have, you know? And it's, uh, you yeah. know, I, I can't really say that I know a lot of bands that have like more than two songwriters in the band itself. Like, you know, you always come across bands that, you know, obviously have like the main songwriter or, um, you know, they have two singers in the band that like they collab together on songwriting. But I feel like we're in a unique position where we actually like utilize all four of us, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. And every po- every person now, that is into similar-ish music to me. I'm like, you should listen to Bad Cop, Bad Cop. So, Thanks, you know. Paul. That's really nice of so, you, man. Yeah. It's just really a, co- it's a coincidence it. as well that I'm wearing this T-shirt, just so you know. <laughs> I didn't put it on specially. <laughs> so. Is it laundry day? No, no. Um, Enis, Enis sent it me, so from the team mom. Yeah, I'm so stoked that, um, that she was able to get that shop launched. She's just fucking killing it. Yeah, so I've been talking about having her on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a boss lady. What a boss lady. <laughs> How's your family doing, by the way? How's your family All doing? All right, we're, 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 we're doing okay. My dad's okay now. Yeah, um, you know he's home and he's out of the woods That's and good. things. He has to. He has a. He has a helmet to wear. Apparently, a bump. And they call it a bump cap, and mm. it's like a, a hat. But he doesn't wear it because he says it hurts his head, and oh. then he keeps bump banging his head. And oh. It's like you had a bleed on your brain, Dad. Stop. <laughs> you know. And then my sister got corona. <gasps> um, Hang on a second. Yeah. My dad's barking. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. Hey, I thought, I thought Eddie Eddie was reacting to my sister getting brainwashed. <laughs> oh, I mean, was she out of the woods and everything too? Oh, well, can you hear me okay? I can, I can. Okay, this is Eddie, by the way. Oh, it's Eddie. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. You're so ferocious. I know, I know, I know. It's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Hi, I gotta Eddie. Eddie, quiet. Edwina Monsoon. Okay, all right. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, how's your sister doing? She's she's okay. She's now back at work. So. Oh. Um, but then her husband last week uh, had to go to hospital because he had kidney stones. So. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. yeah. So it's all been. It's all been going hey, off. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why she's. It's fun. Alright, I mean, we're going to have some dog noises in yeah, this podcast. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. The last episode, there was a kitten meowing in the background, so... Oh, so yeah. cute. I, get, I mean, that's one upside to having these kinds of uh, these kinds of podcasts. And, like, from, you know, you watch, like, the news or something, and they're, you know, broadcasting from their homes, and then you'll see, like, their dog walking by or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, what were we saying? So, um Apologies to people that have listened to this before, but I told Jenny the story of how we met. Um, so, yeah. and I don't think you know it, so I'm going to tell you you now. Okay. So obviously, I did I did that photo shoot, um, mm-hmm. which was actually two years ago yesterday. Oh my god! So, <laughs> sorry, she's just like right. hovering around me, and like I'm just going to hold her for a bit. She's like, she's like who's that weird my British bad. guy? <laughs> She's just like walking, pacing around the apartment and just making weird noises. But anyways, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'd already got, I'd got my ticket to see you and uh, supporting LFX. Um, And a friend of mine wanted to get back into music photography. She did uh, weddings and she would also Mm -hmm. do product photography. Um, And she said she wanted to get back into music photography. And I thought, encouraging her, I wonder if I could get a photo shoot set up with bad cop bad cop because then i could go with her and i could meet you and she could take the photos everybody wins (laughs) and then like two days before the show she she messaged me and said i've got a paid i've got a paid job that day i can't i can't do it um so i started messaging people that i knew who were photographers saying can you can you do this can you do this and it was a they're all all busy all busy uh, and then a friend of mine said well why don't why don't you, you do, do it? it and i was like but i've never used a camera before um that was your first photo shoot yeah oh my yeah. god you did such a yeah. great job thank you but yeah see i said i've never used one of those cameras before and he said well he said um you can borrow mine and i'll show you how to use it so yeah so that was literally the first time i'd really used but it's okay camera. That's awesome, though. It was like it was a really fun photo shoot, just seeing all the um, graffiti artwork in that area. Yeah, I love. I love cool. that place. Yeah, it's one of my favorite places. I've shot you, Barstool Preachers. Um, I shot Made of Ace oh, there nice. as well. So, but since then, because of that photo shoot and how well it went, I now I've now do it. You know, yeah. and, and it was because of that originally. It was just so that I could meet you lot and. And then it's turned into to what it is. Um, so I always that's so awesome. I always put <laughs> yeah, I always put it down to you saying yes to having the photo shoot with me. You know, I've got I've got yeah. one of my photos in the in the pairs album on the inlay. Oh, awesome! And things like that. Yeah, and I think that you know I always put it down to the fact that that was because you had said yes. Oh, so you know, that's cool. so cool. I, I had nice, no idea. But, yeah, like... so I've got my own camera now. Awesome. Like fancier one. Ooh. Um, got all sorts hey. of stuff now. So, but yes, it's it's difficult to not 
be able to take photos of things because I got all these things set up ready to yeah. go and then obviously I was supposed to be coming to see you in Berlin mm-hmm. oh, I know and it was supposed to be Tom's birthday celebration too oh that was such a it was so sad we were like no <laughs> I know it's it's a shame because we it's I've never seen a band outside of the UK I've never traveled oh, wow. to see anyone so the plan was that me and my friend were going to come to mm-hmm. Berlin Oh man! And uh, see you. So. Fucking COVID, man. Yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Jerk. And what's um? Because obviously it then got rearranged. Yeah. But then, not heard anything about that. Is that still hoping to go? I ahead? mean, we hope to, but we do. We are prepared to postpone mm. it if we have to. Obviously, yeah. but um. I think people. I think people understand. Yeah, it. honestly, I. It, I mean, I just don't see any shows happening really for the rest of the year. Maybe some local stuff in front of like twenty people, but. Like, yeah. I would even be a little sketched out at, like, 50 people, to be honest, you know? Um, you are seeing some shows that are, like, bigger shows that are being put together. And, like, even then they have to, like, you could only sit up to, like, four people at a time or something. And there's, like, certain sections where you could have it seated. And, like, it's only, you know, 20% of the capacity of the entire venue, you know? Mm. So, I don't know. It's a really weird time. Um, yeah, I heard that some places are doing like drive-in. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, I like the idea of drive-ins in general. Like, wouldn't mind going to see a movie at a drive-in. That'd be cool. I think. I think mm. there's a couple. Yeah, of them. they don't. They don't really do that over here. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's not. It's not. I think just because it rains so much over here. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I think you you run the risk of every every time you screen a, a <laughs> film, you know, you've got to have your wipers on. Oh yeah, that's true. But still, so, I don't know. It's uh, shows are going to be different. That's just a given. Yeah. But I, I think people are going to be more, more enthusiastic. I guess about mu- new music coming yes. out in general. So I know I will be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if we weren't even able to like record like more music to or like even be able to play anything? Like, I, I think about this and like it is a bummer that we're going through this. It is. It's a huge bummer. I miss playing shows like fucking crazy. But at least we do live in a time where, like, technology allows us to be able to do things like live streaming and stuff like that. Because could you? It wasn't that long ago where we didn't have no. this. No, that wasn't that long ago. No. I mean, I'd never heard of Zoom before all this. It was, yeah, you know. Yeah, same. You know, like, but I mean, it, even just the concept of like accessing the internet with your phone mm. or having a cell phone, like in general, like, yes. Yeah, could you imagine? The only way you could talk to somebody is if you called them by your landline and you're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Miss your face. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. You know, what time do you want to call today? I used to do that when I used to, I used to get home from school and then I'd yeah. call my friends. Yeah, same here. I'd be like, okay, I'll call you at seven tonight. All right. All right. Oh, my God. I have so much to talk to you about. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I'd, yeah, we used to do that a lot. But yeah. um, I don't even have I don't even have one of those phones anymore. Me so. neither. You know, but it, that's it's. You know, as, as shitty as this is, it's like at least we are we have this. You know, yeah. You can see people's faces at least. I get I get the whole um, missing out on you know being in person with people. I get it. You know, but mm. at least we're I'm able to see. I mean, you're in you're in the UK and I'm in California and I'm seeing your face. That is delightful. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's part of the reason that I started this was because 
I wanted to talk to people. Yeah. Um, and it just seemed like a way that I could get a conversation going with people that I might. I mean, obviously, you know, we've spoken in the past, but it's yeah. like, it's not, we've not spoken like this. Yeah. So, you know, it means that I can get to get to know you a little bit better yeah um, and then we have the time to talk you know what i mean (laughs) like it's kind of tough at shows sometimes especially Mm. if you're on a strict time schedule you know schedule yeah so yeah so but yeah um, (laughs) like i say two years ago yesterday was when i first met you all um and then i get mad compliments on that daria shirt by the way yeah i do i do face mask because i put it on i made it into a face mask for oh nice um and the website that i sell t-shirts through they're raising money for medshare i think it is oh cool charity so that is the biggest seller that i've got the the daria that's Um, great so it's on hulu (laughs) i go to sleep to watching it every night (laughs) anywhere over here has it la 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 we don't have hulu over here oh I wonder if you could get it though. You could probably if you got like a VPN. Oh yeah. Thing. Because um, I mean, I had BritBox for a minute. Oh, did you? I did. For a I, g- I guess it's probably different for you. But when I saw the shows that were on BritBox, I was like, why would anyone subscribe to this? Oh, <laughs> see, honestly, it was just like I would always ask, especially when we're in the UK, like, oh, what show should I check out? Because I, I, I love British comedy. I love it. Yeah. Like, every, you know, my sisters introduced me to. The Holy Grail when I was like when I was a kid and I have John Cleese's face tattooed on my freaking thigh as Tim the Enchanter. I named my <laughs> animals after Abfab. I watched the I love yes. the Vicar of Dibley. Like Yeah, I was gonna ask you about <laughs> about all that stuff. Faulty um, Towers. <laughs> yeah. The young ones, like Red Dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> the um I when I was a kid my parents took me to see the hotel where Faulty Towers was. Oh, that's well, the, so cool. The exteriors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So have you have you seen, uh, there's a show called Friday Night Dinner? No. That's see, that's another one. Like, I would ask for lists of things to watch. And that's so, why I got BritBox. Yeah. So have you seen The Inbetweeners? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's got the guy with the glasses. He is in Friday Night Dinner. Oh. And have you seen have you seen Spaced? Oh yeah. Simon Pegg. So so Simon Pegg so, so Peg and plays, Nick Frost, like oh. Yeah, so the guy that plays Brian. Uh-huh. He is also in Friday Night Dinner. Oh that's awesome. Um, that's a great Yeah, cast. he plays plays a guy called Jim who's their this family's neighbor and he's scared of his his own dog um so it's the the show's called Friday Night Dinner and the family is the family's a Jewish family and the two sons go to the mum and dad's for Friday night dinner and it's all every every episode is set on a Friday night and shenanigans ensue (laughs) <laughs> you know it's a good one it's um i don't know where you'd find it i just saw a, well i saw a little while back there was a show on netflix that rupert grant was in um called sick note quite oh good. yeah with nick frost yeah nick frost and rupert grant ron weasley <laughs> ronald weasley yeah. oh i'll catch myself like when i was you know when i'd read uh, Harry Potter, just hearing the voices in my head and just like saying them out loud, pretending nobody's around. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. So, um, so did you know? I don't know if you know this. You probably do for your fascination of British comedy. That Jennifer Saunders uh-huh. 
her husband is the guy that plays Vivian in the Young Ones. Yes. Yep. But he was also in a show called Bottom. Oh. In the nineties. Okay. And his character in Bottom was Eddie. <laughs> so it's like it all kinds of like goes together. God, Jennifer yeah, Saunders. That's... She's like my like she's my hero. I want to live my life vicariously through Patsy Stone, but my actual hero <laughs> is Jennifer. I think she's her and. French and Saunders, that duo was just amazing and way ahead of their time. And like, yeah. God, it was, they're just so fucking funny. I, if I could meet Jennifer Saunders, I think I'd bet. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd be. I would just. I wouldn't know what to say. You'd be happy. Yeah, I would like a grin. Like <laughs> it would just be stuck in permanent position. Like ah. <laughs> We just smiles. Yeah, she, um, yeah, because she's in the young ones as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the odd episode, she plays Helen, doesn't she? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, imagine if my name, my name was Helen back. Mm. <laughs> my actual last name is Mucus. Oh, I used no. to watch that as a kid on um, on black and white TV. Oh wow! Because. Yeah, because we... Um, before colour, before Technicolor. Well, it wasn't before. It was just that I think we'd had this black and white TV in one of the rooms and my parents were just like, oh, you may as well have it in your bedroom. Oh, that's so cool. So we had it and it was one when they had a dial yeah. to tune it in. Uh-huh. And um, I was I used to go to bed because I'd, I'd have to get up for school, but instead mm. I'd put the young ones on. Oh, that's so cool. And then, yeah, so I've always been a big fan of that as well. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah. think growing up, I would actually go to bed to watching uh red dwarf yeah because it was always on pbs and um like you know growing up i didn't have cable i don't think i had cable until like we had it for like a couple years throughout my high school years but but for a long time we only had like five channels and one of them was pbs Mm -hmm. so they play like shows like you know sesame street mr rogers and stuff but at night they would play like british comedies when they would play like faulty towers sometimes they would but red dwarf was on every night and I, I, would, mm. I would go to bed pretty late, like, you know, for a kid, it was like 11 o'clock midnight and it would, I would just have it on TV and just like fall asleep to it. Yeah. My, an ex of mine used to do that, but when it was on Netflix, oh. on <laughs> she'd fall asleep to it. But yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's some, there is some really good British comedies that. Yeah. I encourage, <laughs> please like, send me lists. If I've seen it, awesome. If not, it's a new discovery. Uh, like Black Books. Have you seen Black Books? I was recommended Black Books. I haven't checked it out Black yet, Books though. is amazing. Oh. Love Black Books so, so much. <laughs> Nick Frost is in an episode of that. Oh. Simon Pegg's in an episode of that. Um, you mentioned Sesame Street. Did you see that video? Oh, yeah. The anti-race. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got a little bit. I got a little bit emotional. Oh, yeah. Who, if you it. didn't get a little bit emotional watching that video, there might be something wrong with you <laughs> you might I'm, be racist <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> well yeah yeah pretty much oh my but. god and that son of a bitch on fox news what's his name i think it was tucker carlson that piece of shit was like this is this is just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. like oh like uh it's- is he is he that ex is he an ex-policeman i don't know i don't is that the one on about? i don't know i don't care he's I don't just a think piece that's of shit. the same guy <laughs> He's just a piece of shit. I don't of think. Shit. I don't know if that's the same guy. There's that. There's that. Um, I'm sure he's an ex 
police officer or something. Um, uh, he's a black guy, mm. and he's going like, "Oh, you know, I don't believe in Black Lives Matter." Oh, this that's not Tucker doing. Carlson. Tucker Carlson's no, very white. No, you see this guy, and obviously because he's black. Oh yeah. All the all the all the All Lives Matter people are like, "Yeah, but look, mm. look at this, look at this one black guy oh, my that's God. saying this, so it must be true." Yeah. Oh my God. What? Yeah, I've had I've had numerous I've had numerous encounters on Facebook and instagram with people that are just like you know but i you know i've got i've got black friends it's like and, good good for you, you know, i'm i'm glad well done <laughs> would you like a cookie <laughs> when I'm, yeah it's like when i'm arguing with them i don't turn around and start naming friends that i've got it's like they throw it out there as if to be like well i can't be racist you know i i know a, i know i know a black person i can't be homophobic you know my my cousin's son's nephew's gay so you know it's in my family yeah you know that kind of like ridiculous mentality that's um, so crazy you know and I, had, I had an argument with a guy on twitter because he put up a tweet that said i'm sick of being treated like a criminal because i'm white and i just tweeted <laughs> what? Him and i was like yeah and i tweeted him and said like, that that never ha- that's that's never happened <laughs> and he replied and put it happens every day i was like no it doesn't no it doesn't oh my god and he was like, "Well, you know, I get told that I'm a that I'm a what is it? I get told I'm a paedophile and a bad father because I'm white." I was like, "No, you don't." Oh my god, that is not why. Those people exist. That like, I think that's probably one of the most depressing things about being alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting as well. Trying. It's to... really sad because, like, yes. I wholeheartedly disagree everything and that they have to preach about and whatever and what they stand for and what they think is right. The whole lack of empathy and compassion, that is sad. That is really sad because as, as an empath, as somebody that does, you know, if you are a compassionate person, if you are empathetic, that stuff hurts you more than, than it hurts them. Mm. I, sh- I guess you could say yeah. um, because you don't want, I mean, nobody, if you have like a, an upstanding, like soul, I guess, you know, like you just want to, you just want everybody to live the best life that they want to. Right. We want to yeah. encourage that everybody, everybody deserves, it's about equality. Everybody deserves an opportunity to strive and pursue their dreams and to walk forth without having to worry about whether or not they're going to get fucking shot and shit. Okay. And you don't want, and you want to share that same mentality with everybody else. And when you don't, and when somebody else doesn't reflect that same, that same mentality or um, or belief system, that's it's. I feel like as much as I want to hate that person, I pity that person mm. because it's like, God, your my, your life must really be shitty for you to not to not feel this way, mm. right? Yeah. And it could be better, but you are choosing. You are choosing not to strive forward to improve mm. yourself yeah it it really confuses me these incidents of of racism it's just like i don't understand how you can just hate somebody so much just because of where they were born or color of their skin yeah uh, or or people that get so angry about same-sex couples and things like that and it's like how can you be so angry about it why do you just, care you that, know that like it. if that person if if Stranger A and Stranger B are happy together and like don't do anything to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Gay marriage has never killed anybody as far as like the actual unity itself. 
the retaliation yeah. for that yes absolutely but that the act of loving somebody regardless of what gender they are like that is it is mind-boggling to me that yeah. that is not accepted think of the children won't somebody think of the children I that's know. the big and that's the thing the we are but we are thinking of them because we should mm. teach them to be able to be okay and accept people for who they are the golden rule the whole um, idea of treat people the way that you want to be treated right the golden rule right this is exactly what it is you don't want to be nobody ever wants to be i don't care who the fuck you are nobody wants to be treated like shit right that is an equal that is a statement that could be equally agreed upon across the board so why the fuck would you want to treat anybody else like shit for no reason why what is your motive why do you hate this person is it literally skin deep because you know what you need to learn to fucking grow up and get over that fucking shit because everything that you are angry and petty about is only skin deep mm, without a doubt i mean that's why i did i don't know if you saw i did a drawing well it was three drawings mm -hmm. and it was two two skeletons and it said same underneath. Yeah. and then the next yeah. one was two with the with the muscles and it said same mm -hmm. and then it was and then it was like a, a white white person and a black person and it said fucking same um, it and, and it is and it is exactly that and it's you know one of the things i was going to ask you was not only are you a woman going into a largely male dominated scene but you're also you're not you're not white a person of color know? so yeah <laughs> you know? so how have you I'm, I'm sure you have but have you had that issue where you've gone to these places to play shows sure there's been people that are oh yeah you know just like oh yeah um not very often uh thankfully um or at least i don't notice it enough i should probably be a little bit more aware of it because a lot of the times it doesn't even i i if people make stereotyping comments and you know i'm guilty of it too i am guilty of stereotyping myself <laughs> i'm not gonna lie um but when it comes off from like a malicious you know and yeah. a malicious intent where we have a problem for me i mean i'm not going to assume that everybody's going to take stereotyping the same way as i do right but um but what i will say it is that there is a difference from hearing it as like a joke because like it's me saying it or my friends saying it and we're all kind of like floating on the right the same joke right and yeah. you can see that i'm not getting offended by it because i know my friends you know mm. i know they don't it's not coming from anything malicious even though yes i think we all i think everybody in general needs to work on stereotyping but it also i love stereotyping jokes that's just who i am yeah um but uh but you can from somebody that is a person of color and also a female in this in this scene um you can you can hear the difference between someone in the stereotyping as a joke because they're friends with you and you're kind of, you've they've already played yeah. along to your joke initially and somebody that doesn't know who the fuck you are and says something that is derogatory um so uh thankfully i haven't come across it a lot um but i've had my share i think also that mm -hmm. i i think my appearance kind of gives me an advantage being a person of color yes i'm you know i'm my parents are immigrants from vietnam you know <laughs> that's who i am you know yeah, yeah um but i i but i think also my my actual physique helps me a bit because i know a lot of people can be intimidated when they see like even when i go for a walk 
<laughs> like I go for a walk, you know, for like three miles a day before I start my work shift. And like, you know, most people leave me alone, but there's been a couple people who are like, damn girl, you got some shoulders or some shit, you know? <laughs> um, I think as well, your personality and the confidence that you kind of exude when um, you're in the situation, like I've seen you in more than one venue and you, you know, you're always, you're always, um, you're always a presence as opposed to shine away, so to speak. Yeah. And then, you know, which I think puts you in a good stead. I think if you were a bit more withdrawn and timid, people yeah. might be a little bit more, e- you know, easily find you as an easy target. Yeah, I think. Just... Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that. I mean, it's it's one of those things because it's like because just like when we met you and there's nothing you know it's like hey so nice to meet you blah blah, blah. Mm. it's the same way i would approach my friends it's the same way i approach fans it's always like with open arms well probably now just elbows but you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all open arms it's all welcoming right yeah. um and I, I put a lot of that personality on stage um but i also want to show a side of my personality that says don't fuck with me <laughs> oh yeah without a doubt seriously because i don't like to be fucked with i don't like to see my band members get fucked with so i it, i and, and and the songs and it also depends on the songs that we play like songs like retrograde or songs like i'm done like i they're super aggressive you know and that aggression kind of just kind of it happens which is why i can't really explain why i do a lot of the moves that i do on stage a lot of it's just like this is what my body's going to do today. <laughs> oh, this song. Okay. Well, man or kiss that automatically prompts me to want to do the Carlton every single time, even if I'm not even fucking playing it. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like my body yeah. wants to move that way. Why do you care? <laughs> yeah. But at the, yeah. I, but I also want to make sure that like people see like that. I, I, I want to show that we're a force to be reckoned with too, you know? Yeah. And like, you can, you can easily you can easily be both sides of the coin. Yeah. You know, you can be you can be that fun, welcoming, yeah. warm person, but you can also and I th- I think that the the you know, like you say the the side where, you know, don't don't mess with me. It contri- it can be it can contribute to the warm side because it's like I am <clears throat> warm, but you know that I've got your back. Right. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, don't cross that line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because we'll call you out. <laughs> We're not afraid to just stop playing. And be like, you're acting like an asshole. We're not fucking playing until you leave. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best thing I've seen. I've seen a few bands do that in the past, and it's and it takes them by surprise. These people, yeah, because they're not expecting that to happen. Right. Right. You know, and they think that they're having. They think that they can just do what they want in the dark. Exactly. And then, and it's like, no, we're not going to We're not going to tolerate that shit, you know. And everyone's suddenly looking at them, like, um, and then they suddenly stop being the, you know, the the big, the big person. Yeah. When everyone's looking at them. Yeah, exactly. They, they shy away and shrink. Ugh. So um, I forgot what I was going to say to you now. Um, <laughs> well, it's been awesome talking to you, man. Yes, it has. It's been good. I've, I mean, I saw you briefly on uh, the Zoom call for Wibs. Oh, yeah. Wibbleby. Wetting the baby's yeah. head. Wimbleby. <laughs> Which surprised me that Americans don't 
know what that means. No. I thought it was like a, a thing. <laughs> it's it's just it's the it's the British people's excuse to have a drink. That's all it is. You know, which which we like to do. Oh yeah. Any excuse. <laughs> uh, oh, I was gonna ask you about um now <coughs> I live in a place called Derby mm-hmm. which Americans pronounce Derby. Derby. Yes. Well so yeah, I'm just saying that because when I say I'm gonna I'm gonna ask about roller derby, and obviously you would call it roller. Derby. Oh yeah. I think I, I asked you about this once before, and I can't actually remember whether because somebody mentioned it to me, and then I think I asked you, and I was all excitable because I was at a show, so I can't remember what you said. <laughs> but did you were you did you used to do roller derby? Yes, sir. I was a jammer. You did. I was a jammer for a couple of years. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. a benefit of having so, a short, stout physique. You could be lower to the ground, harder to knock down. Though, I mean, I'm not going to lie, got my ass kicked so many times. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to play music instead of get my butt kicked all the time. <laughs> uh, I I used to skate and then I broke my leg. Oh, um, no. I joined, I joined a roller derby team. Yeah. And I broke my leg. Um, yeah, and now I I went back and did the the non skating official oh, cool. stuff, um, but now I do photography. Yeah, the, well, I'm sure you could probably. I'm sure you've taken your share of cool roller derby photos, right? Uh, yeah, there's a bunch on my Facebook. Um, so, do you still do you still skate at all? Like, no, just for- I haven't. I want to, but my like my skates are in the garage right now, and I just have I just haven't done anything. You just haven't found. No, they're there. I know exactly where they are. It's just I have had no like. Oh, I'm gonna go skating today. It's oh, like I, I'm a big fan of walking. I love walking, but I I walk very fast too. So it like you know I can walk uh like a 15 minute mile. <laughs> nice, nice. I don't know how fast I can. I always walk because I don't drive, so I walk. Okay. Or catch a bus. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I, it's about 20 minutes. I think I can do a mile in 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Give on ish, depending. You know, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of walking, especially Same. if you've got a camera, you can just go out and just see. Yeah. See you can take. And I know. I mean, without like this whole COVID shit, I was going to say, like, there's rad places you can take photos out here. Like, if you ever came out to the States and came to California, like San Pedro, where Stacy and Myra live. That is just beautiful and long. I've beach. seen some of yeah, I've seen some of the things. Brian uh, Brian Wallstrom, oh uh, yeah, Monday Brigade were were over and um, and I took photos of them because I oh I love them because <laughs> I obviously did all their artwork yeah and stuff for their album and things. So I went I went to meet them and Brian was like, so when you come over, he's like, you can stay at my house. And I was Aww. like, how much have you been? To, how much have you had to drink? Will you remember this? <laughs> The next day, so so yeah, so I would like to get over to America. I've only ever been once. Okay. Um, and I went, I went to, um, we we went to Boston, but we drove for five hours so that we could go to New Jersey because I wanted to go to the Quick Stop. Oh yeah, um, the Jay and Silent Bob Quick yeah. Stop. Have you seen? Okay, there's a video that we did when we were on tour with the Interrupters. The video of you. It's me and our, our, uh, me and our merch guy, DeVito at the time. Mm. And he looks like Silent Bob. (laughs) And it was just me and him outside the front. And I was like, fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck. 
Noise, 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 noise. One, two, one, two, three. Noise, 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 noise. <laughs> and there's a video of it. Yeah. Like I, it's, I think it's on our Bad Cop uh, Facebook page somewhere. But uh, <laughs> it was good times. Yeah, that was it. I'm the. It was with my ex girlfriend, and I was like, I don't care where we go, as long as we can go to New Jersey. Like, <laughs> so we went there and we went to Jay and Son of Bob's secret stash. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so that was like, that was like my Graceland. So, <laughs> you know, cause I'm a big, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Oh yeah. Um, um our friend, yeah, so. our friend Cam just did some work for Kevin Smith, like musically. He yeah. did some compositions or something to that nature. I don't remember, but yeah, he he does that kind of stuff. I was like, dude, you gotta take me to like, yeah, take me to a Jay and Silent Bob thing, man. I would love to go. <laughs> yeah, I managed to get a, I managed to design a T-shirt for one of his films. Oh, that's awesome. Yet, yeah, he did a film called Kilroy Was Here. Oh, it's like a horror film, like an anth- anthology horror film. It's not come out yet. That's so cool. Because I was was like, I can send you some T-shirts if you could get one of your characters. And they were like, well, we've got an idea. We need a a logo for one of the characters' fictional YouTube channels. Um, Could you do a logo? And they they were like, we don't know who's playing that character yet, though. So, And then about a month later, a photo popped up of the person, and, and it was Kevin Smith stood next to this character. I was like, can I introduce you to this? And it was um, it was Chris Jericho, mm. and I was like, I was like, oh, Chris Jericho's wearing my t-shirt. So that's so rad. <laughs> you design incredible stuff. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I need to do some more stuff for myself. I'm going to wrap up in a minute. Um, I also okay. I've just remembered that I wanted to ask you about um, the other band that you um, really. When was? Boo Boo and the Brood. Yeah, when did that come out? Because was it an album? No, it was just a couple songs that we yeah, did. Yeah, how long ago did that come out? Um, oh my god, I think like two. It was two years ago. It's like two years ago. So yeah. like, how did that come about? <laughs> oh, um, well, we were playing a show at the infamous Alex's Bar. By the way, if you ever come out to Long Beach, Alex's Bar, it's a fantastic venue. Um, and actually was shown in Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. Oh, right. And as well as in True Blood. Right. Um, I've never seen True Blood. I just know that Alice's Bar is in it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we were playing a show there with Alice Bag, which is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and Trey's wife, Sarah, who's mm-hmm. the singer for the band One Less Zero, Yes. Um, she came to that show and she had already met Stacy and Jenny before because One Less Zero played an art show that Jenny and Stacy played an acoustic set at. And so I got to meet Sarah at the show and she was telling me um, that her and Trey wanted to, they were writing songs together, right? And um, But they didn't know any upright bass players. And I was like, well, I play upright bass. <laughs> I do. Uh, another band that I used to be in was called the Reach Around Rodeo Clowns. Wow. Um, <laughs> Psychobilly band. But uh, 
yeah so she's like oh and i was like i told her you know if you if you want to reach out like i'm happy to listen to the songs and if you want me to come in and record i'm happy to do it as long as i'm home not on tour and stuff like that so a couple weeks later she sent me the song and it was like right right up my alley as far especially when it comes to upright bass playing Mm. Uh, the typical like dunk 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 like kind of gallopy yeah, yeah. Um, bass sound. Um, so, so she invited me over um, to go record the first song with them. And so, I met Trey that very first time as well. Super nice guy. Like they're super nice. Give me a glass of wine and everything. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and um, you know, we're recording the tracks. Um, well, the track, I should say, we're just doing multiple tracks of it to make yeah, sure yeah. we had a, a good amount of takes. And, um, and like, as I'm playing, like, I could just see, like, from the corner of my eye, like, Sarah and Trey, like, being super stoked about it. And then when I was done recording that track, they're like, all right, so you're our bass player now. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like, didn't, you know, I was like, if you have any other songs, just let me know. I'm about to leave for tour. They sent me another song, came back from tour, and was like planning to go record it. And they're like, bring a couple outfits. We got a photo shoot. And I'm like, uh, what? Is, is this a band? <laughs> like, is this like a, a oh, oh yeah, yeah. This good, we're gonna be called Boo Boo and the Brood and we'd like you to be our bass player. And I was like, aw, thanks guys. Nice. Went in for the second song to record. Um, both are available if you ever wanna take a listen, um, if you haven't already. Mm. Um, I have, and this quite a cool video for yeah, yeah. There's there there are two videos. I think there are two lyric videos out. Um, but yeah, the cool little cool. sixty style vintage animation, like reminds me of the Jetsons. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. And so yeah, but you know, Sarah was pregnant at the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah. And so yeah. they've been busy with the baby and stuff. So you know, if we, I hope we get to play again, of course. Um, but I'm not gonna be like, guys. Come on. No. <laughs> Trey's got you, a green um, day to we, worry about, you know, and, and they yeah. have a baby together and Sarah's yeah. got, you know, she's probably got some goals that she wants to set for for one less zero as well. I'm you know, working with Bad Cop, the other guitarist, Justin, just had his second baby not too long ago, you know, so everybody's got their thing going. But we always know that oh, we yeah. can always go it's, back to it. Hmm. Definitely. So I mean, were you I don't know, I know that if I was to meet Trey, I'd probably be like you would be with Jennifer Saunders. I'd just be like, I was. <laughs> I tried yeah. to keep my cool, you know, like, hey. Because, <laughs> like, Green Day were, were kind of my gateway. Oh, yeah. Uh, Same. When I was younger, because I was into, like, I, I grew up and I went from, like, Michael Jackson to Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went from Guns N' Roses to, like, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and all that kind of thing. And then one day, Green Day were on. Uh, a show over here called Top of the Pops, hmm. which is like a music show. Yeah, uh, it's the first time they were on UK TV. That show was Paradise. That show was brought up on the Vicar of Dibley. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and I was just sat and I was watching them do Welcome to Paradise. And I was just like, "Who is this?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were my gateway from there. And then I started listening to like The Offspring and yeah. all that stuff. And then I fell down. And then I started buying. Um, and then I kept seeing people wearing No FX t shirts. And I was like, are they any good? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So started getting into them. And, and, um, and that was kind of how that happened. So I think even though, you know, I don't necessarily listen to Green Day all that much mm-hmm. now, 
I would still be if I met them. I'd still oh, be yeah. like a bit awestruck. Yeah. Yeah, because um, what you saying? Name was Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Trey's wife. Yeah. She's got. She ordered one of the charity T-shirts that I designed when we did the breast cancer. Oh, that's awesome! Um, oh, that's right. Design. That's right. I remembered um, her posting about that. And um, and I put a post up saying, "Who's ordered one?" And she commented and put, "I did." And I was just like, <laughs> so, "Yes." I mean, I've never. She she put it in a story, yeah. like a picture of the shirt, but I've never seen her in it. And I was always like, "I wonder if oh, I'd love her to post a photo of her." In yeah, it. I, and then I could be like, "She's Ooh. one of the sweetest humans ever." My God, like just they're just they're both just so nice, and I've never thought in a million fucking years that I a you know befriend such nice people but also play music with mm. somebody that i was like in eighth you know seventh grade going listening to dookie for the first time and like you know yeah. i mean and to be honest i didn't really get in you know i heard of you know green day and blink 182 and offspring um but i didn't actually get into listening to punk music until like in my early 20s um, I didn't. I listened to No Control for the first time when I first, like, when I lived in Philadelphia. My friend introduced me to No Control, and that, then my brain just went. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, but then it's strange how things work because I mean. Right. <laughs> you know, like I said earlier, two years ago when I did this photo shoot, I never thought that I would now. You know, I didn't think I'd be talking to you. I didn't think I'd be talking to. to to Jenny or like you know Sam yeah like you know I wouldn't have thought that I'd worked with some of the people I've worked with and you know the I just strange and then people say like well yeah you know why not and I'm just like but you know I'm just some I'm just some guy that's like you know grew up in the middle of nowhere really and you know all my t-shirt designs and stuff I do in my bedroom and things like that and it's it's a strange feeling to go from you know, it's not. I'm not saying that I'm well known, but it's going from somewhere where, you know, there was a time where you would design stuff because you were depressed and it was the only way that you could kind of get your feelings yeah. out by doing it and posting it online and hoping that someone would yeah. enjoy it. Um, to the point of where it's like I've got a 12 inch picture disc with my artwork on, you know, and it's it's just it's well, crazy. How I mean, that go. just so is. Like, that just goes to show how you are. I mean, it's not just your artwork that people are driven to. It's it's you. You know what I mean? So I would give yourself a little bit more credit. See, that's 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 what I struggle with. I know. And I'm not great at taking uh, compliments and things. So like when people do that kind of stuff, I'm like, I'm sure they're just saying that to make me feel better. You know. <laughs> so you know, it's just it's a strange the cynic thing. in you, right? Mm. Yeah, I used I used to think that people only bought my t-shirts because they felt sorry for me. Oh, I, I thought they'd oh. buy. I thought they'd buy them, take a photo of them in it, so I could post it and then never wear them again. Oh, it's, it took me a long time to kind of get over that. But it, yeah, it always used to blow my mind when I'd see not a photo of them going, "Look what I'm wearing," just a photo of them, and I'd be like, "I've noticed that they're oh look, they're wearing." wearing my shirt yeah and it's like they do like it so yeah it took me a long time to to figure that out and I don't and I think it's just I think it's from you know my life experiences where it's kind of I've had things that have knocked my confidence over and over again and it's now Mm. and it was that that was why so 
But yeah, I am, well, I am I terrible mean, at compliments. I mean, that is always something to always work on, of course. It's mm. not an, you know, how you react to things is always going to be the way that you react to things. And it's, it's just part of who you are. But just I hope there's a part of you that understands that it is beyond just your artwork. I mean, you are a genuinely, genuinely wonderful person. Like, you've always been you know supportive of us but not only as like you know just our band but like also as people mm. um the fact that you do super rad artwork like that daria t-shirt like i fucking love that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you know but it goes beyond that like we met two years ago yes we're still obviously talking for a reason you know, it may not obviously be like every day kind of thing, no, but no. like we're talking to each other, like we're still on a personal level. Mm. And that has to say, like, that has to say something about your own character, too. You know, it's a two way street. Yeah, yeah. I, every I relationship that. is. I, I always I always think that I'm bothering people, though. Like, I will most of the time when I'll say message you or Jenny or Stacy, I always start it with, sorry to bother you. But. Aww. There's never kind of like just a hey. Like, I'm always like sorry to bother you. Um, there's quite there's a there's a backstory to to that as yeah. to why it, it it feels strange because the short version is because when I became a dad I was twenty twenty one, mm-hmm. um, and then I became a single dad at twenty four to mm-hmm. kids. Um, all my friends were at the age where they wanted to go out, get drunk meet girls they didn't Mm -hmm. want to hang around with a guy who had these two little kids who couldn't go anywhere so slowly and surely all my friends I had from school all just like slowly drifted away Mm. um so then since then since my like early to mid 20s has been that wanting for acceptance like feeling accepted by you know feeling like somebody's thinking about you as opposed to me putting myself in there radar all the time like not having to message somebody first all the time somebody else is messaging you to be like because they've thought about you you know that's yeah that's that's the stuff that kind of constantly goes on in my head if if i'm the one that's messaging people i'm like why am i the one that's messaging them like do they not like me why don't they like me like what what have i done i haven't done anything i feel like i'm a nice person so so yeah so i'm really sorry that you feel that way it's not, you know, it, it doesn't control my life, mm. but there is always that feeling of acceptance and wanting to be accepted. Um, yeah. You know, so, um, but, you know, I'm, get, I'm getting better. That's I feel good. like I'm getting better at accepting compliments because that's the one, the amount of people that I know that they'll say, they'll purposely compliment me just to watch me be like, you know, like, and they're like, I was like, you know, I, I'm not good at taking compliments. I'm like, I know that's why, like, you know, they like to watch me squirm, <laughs> not in a bad way. Right. You know, so. I mean, it's almost like a catch-22 though, right? Like, yeah, receiving these compliments makes you feel like they're only doing it yeah. to be nice when it's, chances are they're genuine compliments, you know, and. And you've cut in the thought in the back of your head that's wondering if these people like you, you know, if they're friends with you. Mm. It's kind of like, I think they're trying to show it to you, you know? I don't know for sure, but. It is is something that that I I work on, but I've always been very shy 
Um, and part of the reason to start this podcast is to try and get better yeah. at talking to people because I'm not great at starting conversations um, with people that I don't necessarily know yes. that well. Um, so I'm trying to kind of get better at that and become more. And doing the photography's helped me as well because I go to a lot of shows on my yeah. own now. So I have to speak to people because there's nobody there to go just go and talk to that person for me. Yeah, I mean. So yeah. I I, I mean it's it takes. You know. uh, first of all, thank you for sharing all that. I mean, it's pretty personal stuff about you to me, even. Mm. Um, you know, I do consider you a friend, like ever since we met in, in London um, and did that photo shoot. Um, when we hung out in, what was it, Cleethorpes? Yeah, of all in places. Cleethorpes. You don't see many yeah. gigs. Yeah, but I love that venue. That was so fun. By the yeah. water, by the sea. Um, I got to ride this little, like, place. Hello Kitty ride meant for, like, an eight-year-old. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, you've always been a friend and ally to us like i hope you can accept that we feel the same way about you mm. yes no I, I you know I, I don't feel like you would have accepted my friend request on facebook <laughs> that is true you know because instagram and facebook is a different yeah is a different yeah entity, it definitely is you know um but no it's you know it's not it's just it's a strange and long kind of thought process that goes do you watch do you watch um the live streams that stacy and beebs do on tuesdays yes i, I watch them on a That's regular great. basis just because you know it's nice it's nice to uh yeah sorry i had to just move i had to just move because my laptop was gonna That's die okay. and i had to plug it in so if you hear like air blowing it's okay. because my fan is right here so but yes i do i watch that and i'm hoping that because we're doing it for mental mental health awareness month, but that's long. That's gone. Yeah, that was in May. So I'm hoping that it's they're just going to keep going until you till yeah. we're all allowed to kind of go out and do things. Because um, it is good. It's just it's just nice to go and you know chip in the odd comment yeah. and you know talk to and stuff and you know I like I say you know I try and help out and do what I can. I mean I did that thing for sidewalk project that was pages. amazing and, um, hey like quiet <laughs> <laughs> she's so vocal i know it's all right. she's like give me attention i know mommy talking mommy. talking to that beardy guy over an hour so um right okay i'll i'll wrap it up now and um i will say lynn thank you for being on the episode it's been thank you so much for having great. me yeah, this was a great conversation that we had. I loved it. And there we go. Hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you follow Bad Cop, Bad Cop on their Instagram by searching Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Uh, go buy their record from Fat Records. If you are in Europe, make sure you head over to tmom-merch.com. T-M-O-M-merch.com. And you can pick up Bad Cop, Bad Cop merch from that especially the limited edition coloured Euro press of their new album, The Ride. Make sure you check out all of that out. And before we go, not really much of an insightful word today, just so much of a check-in. Hope you're all doing okay. Uh, seems like we're deep into the summer now within this lockdown quarantine. So hope you're all doing good. 
Hope you're reaching out to people. Hope you're getting to see people, each other, socially distance, of course. Um, so, yeah, see you next time. <laughs>